Hello, everyone. My name is Cole McGee. I am the youth pastor at Redemption Church in Olathe, Kansas. And uh, normally, we do two different podcast episodes. One, we do The Ordinary Show, where we have a lot of uh, students get on and we just talk nonsense. Two, we are doing a, a Jordan documentary review show, where we watch the Jordan doc and then we just like talk about it, which is really, really fun. Uh, but we had this idea. I had this idea. And uh, I was talking about it with a few people, and I was realizing in this time, a lot of, pro- I think, coronavirus has probably impacted the lives outside of just the sickness. But just every all the quarantine, all the shutdown, I think it's affected people 18 to about 25, probably more than any other group in the world. <laughs> and I mean that. I think that it has drastically changed the lives and, and um, I don't know, especially college graduates and what they're going to do in terms of jobs and careers, where people live, um, as you're going to hear in this episode, how people are spending their time, what they were planning to do in the spring as opposed to now. And so I, I was like, let's bring on some former youth group uh, students, so some alumni, and I just want to pick their brains and talk about what life is like for them now in the hopes that we can like just kind of hear what the transition from high school to college is like, what college is like, uh, what young adulthood is like, especially if people didn't go off to college and they're just trying to make it. Um, so I'm here with Andrew Lamas, Ryan Koval, and Jake Pittenger, uh, three really close friends in high school. And now they're in different places. And bizarrely, we have them together for our first alumni podcast episode. So here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to let's go one by one and introduce yourselves Andrew, share your name, share the, where you graduated from, and uh, what you are doing now. All right, guys. Andrew. Hey, I'm Andrew. Uh, I graduated from Olathe South in 2018. I accepted a scholarship to go play baseball at a community ca- college in Northern Iowa, and uh, my two years there are done, so I'm going to be a finance major and I'm just looking to play a couple more years of college baseball. Awesome. Hey, Jake, Jake Pittenger, why don't you go next? All right. I'm Jake Pittenger, AKA Pitstop. I graduated in 2018 from Olathe South and I am a business major at Emporia State University. Just finished my sophomore year there and plan to uh, go back to Emporia State for my following years. Wonderful. Uh, and last, Ryan Koval. Hi, I'm Ryan Koval. Um, I graduated from the South as well in 2018. Um, I originally accepted a scholarship to go play at Wichita State uh, for baseball. Um, I then I redshirted there, and then I decided to transfer to Pittsburgh State, and that's currently where I still am. And I am a criminal justice major with a minor in psychology. Criminal justice major with a minor in psychology. Correct. How's that? How's how's that treating you? Uh, it's interesting. I'm I've taken a couple of classes, men and masculinities, and then crime and mental health, and it's been really really interesting to see how like or what goes through the brains of prisoners. Um, yeah. And just like 
how hard it is on their mental health. I mean, people outside of a prison have plenty of mental health problems, but just imagine being in a jail cell with nothing to think about other than your thoughts. So, Yeah, it sounds like uh, right now. Yeah, pretty much. No, just kidding. Uh, okay, so I want to I want to hear about you guys. You guys had what what when the quarantine stuff happened? What was going on in your world? How did you hear about it? And then like, what did you have to do? Are you guys still in your college towns, or did you move back? Like, what happened? Anybody can jump in. Um, so I'll just start with me. Um, we were on our spring break trip, traveling from back from Oklahoma, and then we got to school at around five in the morning, and. Um, and so we all slept until like 12 or one that day. And then, uh, like we get a text from our coach saying we got to meet in the lobby ASAP. And I, I like just woke up, like we got a text at like 1230 ish and I woke up at like 1215. And so we go down there and then the head housing lady was like, you guys have to leave. We're shutting everything down for the coronavirus. Um, just pack your stuff for at least two weeks and then, and go home. So I'm like, well, I'm like five and a half hours away. Like, this is crazy. I didn't really know what to do. So then I kind of, I, um, I drove home and then, uh, just kind of, I was really lost. I didn't really, I didn't really know what to do at that point. But so I just drove home and kind of just like waited for further instructions. And they just like, as everyone knows, they closed down the schools and stuff like that. Is just wild. I, do you guys resonate with my statement that I do feel like it has affected you guys probably more than anyone else? I mean, do you think that's true or do you think that's a little overblown? I think uh, for me personally, as a, a business major, like summers are important for us because we uh, try to get internships and, and get experience. And that's something that I, I can't even do this summer. And so, yeah. like, I'm I'm here at home in Olathe, and I I just feel like I, I'm not doing anything. I'm waking up at yeah. noon every day and just eating, and then going to bed. And I yeah. I just I just feel like I'm not contributing to anything. Which, like, I, I we've I think I've mentioned this to you guys before. Part of the, do you guys remember that feeling of the first time you came home from school? after you've been gone for a while and you walk into the house and everything is the same, but you have changed. Like something about you has changed quite a bit being off at school and you, and you walk into the house or you walk into kind of like even driving into Aletha and you're like, this is, this feels wild. This feels so weird. Have you guys had that experience or am I the only one that has had that? No, that's definitely happened. Uh, the first week, or the first time I came back from Wichita, um, it was it was eye opening um, to be away from everything that seems so normal. And like you said earlier, college really isn't what any nobody can tell you what's going to happen, what your experience is going to be like. You kind of have to go out on your own and like you figure stuff out. Um, but the first time I came back was pretty early. But then once spring came around, I didn't get to come home until probably the middle of April to the end of May. And personally for me, I think my two friends here on this podcast would say that I was a very stubborn person in high school and just no. how I was. <laughs> but just how I was in, in high school was 
somewhat of a different person than I was. So when I came home, there's a lot that I learned, I feel like, through my first year. Um, it definitely taught me to grow up really fast. And what I went through was a pretty hard experience my first year. But it definitely changed me and it's taught me a lot. So when I come home, it's it's not the same as coming home from high school every day. It's a different experience. It's a different feeling. Yeah, like, um, can you guys hear me okay? Yeah. Yeah, you sound great. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I being a um like a little bit further away than uh, all my friends were, and so I was only the first time I was able to come home for the first time was Thanksgiving. So it's about like uh three and a half months or so, and it was really weird because Olathe like did a lot of construction and like there were a bunch of new restaurants and everything. So I I was just like, whoa, how come no one like this is this is kind of cool, but like when no I no one like home, texted you, hey, they're changing things in Olathe. No, like like when I first saw the peanut, I was like, what's the peanut? And my mom was like, oh yeah, it's great. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't been home since like August. Um, but I like I got back and it was it was a really weird feeling to just it felt like you can't for me it felt like I got home from like school on a Friday and the weekend was starting and then like every day was the like the weekend and I just it was really weird for me to just be home living on my own at school for a couple months yeah absolutely uh Jake do you have anything uh all I have to say was um like when I was at school uh first and second semester of my freshman year I tried to avoid going home as much as I could just because I thought that was the the normal thing to do. Yeah. And so yeah. I I would like literally avoid going home because I felt like it was what I should do while I'm in college. And so while I was home, I think I didn't appreciate like being with my family and and seeing people that I don't normally see. But as as I've gotten older now in my sophomore year, it's always good to come home. It's sort of a, a vacation for me. That's great. It's almost like you need the break in order to then appreciate what you have had the whole time. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I was uh, getting I was getting pretty homesick. Um for, and for like when Thanksgiving was around, like the last few weeks I was I was actually pretty homesick and I was just dying to come home, but yeah, it was, it's, uh, it's a really weird feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I want to get into a little bit about college and your experience now, especially as you starting to, um, you're in that you're, you are, you guys are adults and you're learning how to adult, which is really fascinating. Uh, but I want to hear about, I, I ask this question a lot, or I ask this question in this way a lot. But for each of you, what is one thing that you thought was going to be true about college that is not true? Like, what is one thing that you thought in high school that was going to be true about college, but you can definitively say it is just, that's just not true? I think one of the things for me was I was told that I would have a ton of free time in college. And there is free time in college, but I was expecting to be like sitting in my dorm room like with nothing to do and no idea but even in Emporia Kansas uh we find a way to keep busy and you know every day is kind of 
packed with different stuff, whether that's class or work or hanging out with different friends and going to meetings and stuff like that. So that was something I worried about was like just being bored and alone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's like stuff that you get to choose though, right? You get to kind of fill your schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 For me personally, I would say is I can't tell you how many times a teacher would tell me in school, like, oh, you need to study this much or that much for a test or something. Or I don't, I can't tell you how many times I'd have a teacher like, oh, this is how your college tests are going to be. And then you get to college and I went into like a couple of my first tests and I took them and they weren't anything as what people really said they were to be. A lot of it just depends on how much effort you put into it yourself. If you want to... Get the most out of your major and the most out of your classes and study for it. If you don't, then it is what it is. But it's not like some super hard world that you're going into that classes seem to be impossible. Like if you put forth the effort and you put like your time and energy into your classes, one, it's going to allow you to have, like if you actually diligently work on your stuff, it's going to allow you to have that free time because you put forth the effort and like stay focused and don't really jack around and kind of do it here and there. Um, yeah. That's definitely one thing that was. Yeah. How many, how many, how many of you guys had like fresh that first semester freshman year? I mean, how many of you guys had friends that just like they came into college? Whoops. See you gone. I mean, they first semester, yeah. they were not disciplined and it just ate them up. Do you got, did you guys have that experience around you? Um, we were, we were definitely worried about one of our friends in our friend group that happening. Um, but he did, he ended up being fine. But like, there's people that we went to high school with that were just like, um, they went to college and then, uh, they're like, oh, like this, like, this isn't for me. Like, and they just like, they just couldn't handle it. Yeah. Were you guys shocked at how, I hate, I hate to say this, but how, especially your first semester freshman year, how easy school actually kind of is. It, oh, it was yes. so easy. It's definitely it so very, easy. it's very easy, but I mean, aside from, at least for me, there's um, a co- like at least one class, at least for, for my major, that was pretty hard, but it's so easy, so relaxed. And it's just like the, the teachers, I mean, in a way they really don't care. They're just there to teach this, like what they're supposed to teach on the syllabus and then I mean, they some of them obviously care about you, but some of them obviously don't. It's really funny to how high school everything's like super strict, but it's so laid back. Yeah, they just assume that you're paying to be there, so you would want to do this. So, like, if you don't want to, then you could just go home. Yeah, they're just there yeah. so they don't get fined. It's, That's right. it's pretty fun in high school. You like had to ask to go to the bathroom, and in college, if you just wanted to get up and walk out of the classroom. Yeah. Yeah, you could just stand up and take a piss in your seat, and they don't even care. Yeah, they do. I think they might actually care about that. I'm just gonna maybe draw the line there, Jay. <laughs> well, maybe Emporia State's different, but like, I think they would care at other schools. Mm. <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay. Uh, okay, so uh, my next question is gonna be: Did everybody get a chance to answer that? What's something that you thought was going to be true about high school but it, um, or college, but it wasn't? Well, for me, I just like – Yeah. It's weird for me because I went to a community college, so it's not that big. Um, but, yeah, I'd probably just say the free time. For me, there was just no free time whatsoever. And it really taught me how to, like, 
make like choose between my priorities and then um, just kind of like balance out my schedule. But yeah, there was hardly any free time for me. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So let's, let's get into kind of a little bit of what we talked about. There's really in youth group, we talk about this a lot, maybe not directly, but indirectly. There's four kinds of relationships that we have. Our relationship with each other, ourselves, our relationship with God and our relationship with our life, right? With the, with the world around us and not necessarily people, but just like our future and our, our jobs and things like that. Of those four, yourself, other people, God, and um, the world, right? Uh, what Which relationship for each of you changed the most? And what happened that kind of caused this big shift in how you understand, and, and it, that caused a big shift in your relationships? I think the biggest change was with myself. And that was in a way that I kind of, I just, I woke up one day and realized that my life is mine. And it never really felt like that up until college, just because I had uh, my parents telling me what to do. And I had teachers telling me what to do. But in college, like, I don't know, I'd stay up late one night or like mess around and not do a homework assignment. And then I would pay the consequences. And I just realized like, there's nobody there that's going to tell me that I have to do this. I have to do everything myself. And so that it's really where I realized that my life is now in my own hands and my futures in, in my hands. Yeah. So. I love that. I, I, I heard one time becoming an adult is ultimately another way of saying taking responsibility for yeah. oneself and one's life and people around them. Yeah. And, uh, that, is weird. <laughs> it's a weird experience. <laughs> yeah. That's good, Jake. Thank you. Anybody else? For me, I would say with, uh, with other people and myself and then also like spiritually, um, I guess to start off with spiritually growing up, I went to a church that my parents made me go to every weekend. Um, I had to close my eyes so I didn't look around and wander around the, the room so I could pay attention. And then I found a new church in Wichita and I couldn't wait for Sunday mornings because that meant I got to go there. Um, that was definitely something I realized, like, once I get to, to school, like, nobody's telling me to go to church, what church to go to. And you'll learn that in college. It's it's not the easiest choice to wake up at, like, 9 or 10 o'clock on a Sunday morning and go to church. Um, but I really enjoyed that I found a new church. Um in Wichita, and if there's one back here that I enjoy going to, so um, that was for, that was kind of cool for me to see. Um, myself, I learned playing baseball. Um, it took up a lot of my time, um, and it taught me that I, I know life's not all about sports, but at Wichita, it was it was pretty sports heavy. I would be at the baseball field for six or seven hours a day. And there were a lot of people there that I didn't really care for and they really didn't care for me. And that kind of taught me that there's a lot of people out there that if you want something in life, like you have to go get it and you have to go work for it. Um, and that was something that kind of 
it was kind of hard for me to take in because um, in high school, it's kind of, we were kind of, I would say, in a bit of a bubble. Um, I mean, with Jake and Andrew and the rest of our friend group, like we are kind of always, like we always had each other's backs, always had somewhere to go, somewhere to be. Um, and in college, that kind of changed for me. And it was pretty much me against what, what did I want and who did I want to spend time with. Yeah, that's great. I, I I think that that experience of pain, especially the experience of pain, the first time on your own, it like galvanizes you. I think it really, uh, you just get this real clear sense of kind of who you are and what you're, what you got to do. <laughs> and uh, that's, that's really weird. Do you guys remember the first time that you got sick? Have you guys been like really like got the flu or really, really sick yet? Yeah. Have you, have you had that? Mm-hmm. Is that not the weirdest experience where you're like, where's my parents to take care of me? And I am sick. And my roommate is like, whatever, I don't care. And yeah. you have to like drive yourself to Walgreens. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it's so weird. Cause it's, you just can't ask your roommate like, yo, can you please like make me something? Please. I'm dying. <laughs> yes. Cause then they're can just going to be my like, back, please? they're just going to be like, um, no, like I didn't have a roommate, but like, like, so that was even kind of like worse. It's just, I had no one to like sympathize with when I was sick. I was just like in my own room. And then I was, I just lay in my bed with like a hoodie and sweatshirt on, just trying to sweat it out. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, that's, I, I know, I know that, uh, I, I, I resonate with that, Ryan. I think that when you go through something like that and you, you see that a lot of people uh, sometimes often are using you for their own purposes and you realize like, Oh, like I'm, this is, this has been really hard or this has been really painful. And, th- and these people really hurt me. It's true. High school, you do kind of live in this bubble where, you know, you have your friends and your family and everybody's real close and tight. And then you get out there on your own and it's like, wow, this is a lot, sometimes, sometimes a lot darker than I thought this was going to be. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And I would completely agree with that. Freshman year was a complete slap in the face to me. And it's taught me, freshman year taught me more in life than the prior 17 or 18 years of my life. Yeah. But you're still alive, man. You're still going. (laughs) That I am. Life, life always goes on. It does. Uh, all right, Andrew, what do you got? Um, for me, I'd say definitely with, um, like relationship with my family, relationship with myself and relationship with God. First of all, my family, just like I said, being really homesick, it was, it really took a toll on me. And plus like, um, a lot of guys on my team were from Iowa and Minnesota and we're like Northern part of Iowa. So the twin cities, yeah, the twin cities are like pretty, they're like two hours away. So everyone could kind of go home and see their family. And I would just like, for me, it's just FaceTime calls, which, you know, I was grateful for, but it's just, it's not the same as when we got a weekend off, I wasn't able to just go home and see them. But, uh, I, I kind of, I kind of overcame that and, uh, just learned to appreciate like all the time I did spend with my family. And, uh, it's, it's a lot easier now. And then with myself, I, uh, this is kind of this, my sophomore year, I kind of went into um, my sophomore year without the girlfriend I dated for like three and a half years. So basically I was just trying to find like, 
I, I was just a new me essentially. So I, sure. I yeah. was really just like, it was basically just like a fresh start on, on like on life. And then, cause it's, it's just weird. You just really don't have, like, you're just starting over. You don't really have anyone to like talk to other than just your friends, which is fine. But, uh, it, it was definitely a little weird, but like the biggest, uh, improvement was my relationship with God and that was a lot better I would go and I found a good church I liked and I try really really hard because Sundays was normally our off day so I was able to as Randy said it's pretty hard getting up at like nine in the morning on Sunday but I was able to get up and uh, go to church and I really found myself like at, at peace with uh, like doing doing that and it was really yeah really nice uh for me that's great man i i remember my first semester i, was, I went to a private school and i wanted to be a pastor or actually originally i wanted to be a missionary which is weird but i remember my first semester i didn't like go to church at all like i just didn't go because like i think it was ryan or jake somebody said it's hard to get up on sunday morning and go to church especially in college when on the weekends you're kind of out hanging out with friends and stuff and i just didn't go at all it didn't even factor in and then I remember this weird moment of being like, I kind of want to go. Like, it's not just I have to go. Like, something inside of me was like, I really want to go to church. And that, that's, it was, it was very strange. I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. No, uh, that's how I feel. A lot of times, too, in college, Saturday night and Friday and Saturday night, um, like, those are nights people go out. And that's one of the bigger, if you're up until, two or three in the morning it's oh, yeah. not like setting your alarm clock it's really easy to hit snooze and be like oh, hey, sure. I'll, I'll go next week yeah but then absolutely. the exact same thing just repeats itself you're like okay i'll go next week yep okay so for the for the final three questions uh this is going to be a right turn uh frank gore just signed a contract with the new york jets he is about 65 years old um i'm serious <laughs> He was a rookie when Donovan McNabb was on the cover of Madden. How long is Frank Gore going to play football? At least one more year. Like this, is like he, you're saying this upcoming year is his last year? This is his last year? No, I'm just saying like he's at least going to play one more year. Yeah, really. He just signed the contract for one year. Exactly. Well, That's they can not, cut him. They could. No, he's a tank. I thought he signed like the- Wait, who did you sign with? I thought he signed with the Jets. Am I wrong about that? No, he did. He did. Yeah, and he did. So he'll just be okay. like, because Le'Veon Bell's there, so I, he won't yeah. get a lot of reps. I saw somebody on Twitter say that in 2060, when he signs with the Mars astronauts, <laughs> <laughs> he'll finally retire. That's pretty funny. How old is uh, he? Dude, I he's seriously 37. Yep. His and it's his, not just like a thirty-seven-year-old kicker. He's a thirty-seven-year-old yeah. running back. That's like for running back. Thirty-seven is like that's like sixty-year-old in running back years. Yeah. I know. So weird. All right. Second question: What is the deal with Drake? Why do you hate Drake? I mean, I understand not liking him, but you guys like oh. it's visceral. I mean, oh, I I, I like I, I like Drake. Drake. I, I think it's, I don't it's like Drake. Ryan. Yeah, Randy Ryan. doesn't. I do not like Drake. All he does is talk into a microphone. Like, oh my congratulations, God. dude. Dude, that's see, you're wrong. He has songs where I, he does just like 
He does just I can't, talk I can't relate to any of his songs, really. You can't relate? It's like, hard to... What? Rainy. You can't relate to a guy who bought a jacket for $725,000? No, and I'm not going to go sit on... He, the homie, homie messed up one of the most iconic pictures in all of NBA history with him and it's LeBron and Kobe, and then he feels the need to stand up for some reason because he thinks he's important. Oh, but like... His, I, I said this. I said this to you, but all of Drake's tracks where he is, the, he's like a guest vocal or a guest. He has a guest verse. They're so good. Like the future, the one with future life is good, incredible. Being bad or what is that one uh, with Meek? Uh, oh, going going one. bad. Going bad. Yeah, that's an incredible track. I I just feel like he's good. He's fine. He's not like I understand that a lot of. I think you like him. Yeah, there's a couple songs I like to him, and if you listen to the ones that I like by him, it has a decent beat to it. Like Nonstop, great song. <laughs> Benny, do you I, like Hotline Bling? That song's garbage. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, okay. That but song is the, so bad. Uh, the Just Hold On, We're Going Home. Yeah, dude, Randy, he sings yeah. that one. He's like, just Exactly, on, he sings. Home. Exactly, like, homie just Go talking to the microphone. Hey, you hit that singing. <laughs> I'd rather listen to YouTube sing than listen to Drake just talk into a microphone. YouTube? In the background. Sure, I'll YouTube, listen to right, YouTube has some good songs. Yeah, like the Sunday, Food Bloody Fighters. Sunday. Uh, Beautiful you, Day. Did you say U2? Yeah. I mean, I, How did we get to U2? Yeah, Randy, what Randy, said, Randy said he'd rather listen to U2 sing songs than. than because I know, Jake's a, I know Jake's a U2 guy. So oh, I Jake's, thought, a, okay. Jake's a Foo Fighters guy. Jake doesn't mind U2 as well. Dude, I'm right. an everything guy. Yeah, no, Florida Georgia oh, okay. line. Okay, buddy. That's across, <laughs> oh, the, right. that's across the line, buddy. Which one? The Florida or Georgia line, Randy? Both lines. Which, which side are you on? Florida or Georgia? Uh, I, I, if I had to pick. If I had to, yeah, I'd go Florida. I mean. Okay, uh, last question, and then we'll, we'll get off here. Um, somebody brought this up in our youth group podcast, and it's an incredible question, and I want to get your guys' comments on this. Dora the Explorer. <laughs> I'm sorry, this, this question makes me laugh because he was so serious. Dora the Explorer. Are we sure that Dora is an explorer considering that she only goes to territories that have been mapped? That That's a good point. <laughs> it's an incredible point. Yeah. Um, I'd say, I mean, she she explores the places but like the place has already been known though so she's like yeah what are we teaching children i mean there's no adventure there's no (laughs) that's true i guess i I just looked up the definition of explorer and it's a person who explores an unfamiliar area i'm just telling you i think that dora is a it's a lie at the heart of what it means to be dora the explorer is a fabrication yeah they should have just said like dora the traveler yeah, Dora, Dora the, the map follower, reader. the map reader. Yeah, the follower of atlases. Yeah, that's it's, it's a lie. The, the map carries that show now. It yeah, Dora, Dora is forever ruined for me because the map is the true hero. <laughs> that's exactly right. That's exactly right. I thought I seriously think that was one of the most clever things I've ever heard in my life. I was like, I never realized that, and it bothers me because it's just staring me in the face. Why did I not see that? It's because you were anyway. too focused on the concept. You got to think outside yeah. the box. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Okay, guys, thanks. I appreciate you hanging out and ha- having the conversation. It'll be good for our, for everybody to hear. 
Uh, any final words? Anything you missed? Anything you want to like correct? I do miss youth group. You do. I do. Youth group was huh? something I looked forward to every Wednesday night. I, I did. Oh, I, man. I really did look forward to it. It was really fun, but then I turned oh, 18, and so then I couldn't go. Yeah, that's true. You you got kicked out. That's you true. also showed me the most, or one of the funnest games I've ever played of my. The most fun, maybe. <laughs> I mean, whatever. I that game is an absolute blast. Nine square. I just want, I just want you to know that to this day, eighth graders tell the legend of the tall kid who could jump <laughs> up, <laughs> that would just destroy them in the, with the with the nine square ball. The tall kid and with now. The yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, they don't say that. They just say the tall kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was. I didn't really take very much mercy. Like if the ball's in the air, it was going down. Randy, That's the only. I, I've only ever had to say this to two people. Now I had to say it to Tristan because Tristan's starting to become like, like a. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's second semester sophomore year, so his body's starting to like grow into itself. And I'm like, hey, okay, just just chill, just chill. I've only had to tell that to two people. Yeah, really? Ryan, you one time. Interesting. <laughs> Look at you guys. All right, let's wrap this thing up. <laughs> thanks, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. No, thanks. Yeah, thanks, cool. Yeah. All right, see you later.